One more item. Here's something a lot of us have in common. Broken appliances. Broken air conditioner. Broken down heating system. Broken down washer dryer. Broken down refrigerator. And if you're a homeowner, you know just how expensive it is to get one of those things fixed, let alone what happens if more than one appliance breaks down at the same time. Well, if you're a homeowner, you can get all of your appliances on a warranty plan that guarantees protection for all of your home appliances in case they break down. And best of all, it will only cost you about a dollar a day. Call the Home Service Club at 800-264-3168, 800-264-3168. The call is free, and if you're one of the first 25 callers, your first month membership in the Home Service Club will also be free. Home Service Club, warranty plan, guarantees protection for all of your appliances for less than a dollar a day. 800-264-3168, 800-264-3168. Miss the show? We have more than 500 hours of archived editions of TV Confidential available on demand as digital downloads. For more information, go to shop.tvconfidential.com. This portion of TV Confidential is sponsored by The Misadventures of Biffle and Schuster, the hilarious side-splitting new DVD available through Kino Lorber. Hi, this is Lucy Dreyer, and you are listening to TV Confidential. Something else, starring John Biner. Ed Robertson, the law author, guest John Biner. John Biner, the man of many voices and many characters whose long list of movie and television credits include Soap, Bizarre, Something Else, The John Biner, Comedy Hour, Stroker Ace, The Great Smoky, Roadblock, Transylvania 6, 5000, and the voices of both the ant and the aardvark in the classic animated series by DePatty Freeling. John's memoir, Five Minutes, Mr. Biner, is the remarkable story of how John overcame his shyness as a young boy growing up in Long Island, New York, and transformed himself into a master voice artist and character actor who has entertained people all over the world for more than five decades. The book also includes many stories of John's working with the likes of Steve Allen, Mel Torme, Dinah Shore, Johnny Carson, Ed Sullivan, and Elvis Presley, and gives readers a glimpse of the person behind each of these performers. Five Minutes, Mr. Biner is available in paperback and as an ebook and audiobook through Amazon.com and all the usual online retailers. John's website, johnbiner.com, a selection of highlights from John's many television appearances is available on the John Biner YouTube channel. One of the cool things I learned about you is that you lived in Sausalito for a while. Oh, yeah, I loved it. Oh, yes. I, Shel Silverstein was a good friend, and he had a houseboat there. And, and he used to use my house when I was working down in L.A., and I'd use his houseboat when he was doing something. Anyway, uh, I loved it. And I still have a good friend there, Kayla Khan. She's the eyes, ears, nose, and throat of uh, Sausalito. <laughs> well, we our biggest reach is in the greater San Francisco Bay Area. Well, terrific. Yeah. Terrific. I, I know all people don't cruise their house now that I mentioned <laughs> No, not, 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 no, sir, not, not, not now, not now. <laughs> yeah, it's a good day, yeah, but that's all they can do in their cars now. That's true. A friend of mine said, rather than saying, have a good day, have a, have a good afternoon, he said, have a good dinner, because that's the only thing people look for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's especially, I mean, I... I, I was talking about this with uh, my friends last week. We had a virtual get-together, you know, because you can't, yeah. But, you know, we both try to keep on top of what's going on, but we both made the conscious decision to shut off the news after about 9 or 10 o'clock, you know. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> 
He yeah. said, she said, they said, they all got together and said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and what he did and what she did and what they're going to do and what they're not going to do. And so to you, getting down to the wire now, you'll hear all kinds of things, you know. Well, as, as I say, all of us are looking for new things to read, new things to lose ourselves in. And I can tell you, having read John's book, it's, it's a wonderful look at uh, his 50-plus his year career in show business. It also, also provides a little backstory. Like you mentioned TCM. In a way, it's kind of... It, it, it kind of provides... I want to ask you something. Have you, have you ever thought of personal management? <laughs> <laughs> No, well, uh, I mean, this is great. <laughs> you run these things off. I, don't, I might not even talk to my wife. <laughs> okay, let's get back to serious. <laughs> TCM, we were good. No, I was gonna, you, you, you kind of, you, you kind of provide little TCM factoids in between as, as you set up whatever the top, I mean, there are about 17 chapters in the book and you break it up into, you know, nightclubs and Vegas and TV and whatnot. And you provide little TCM like capsule histories uh, yeah. to set the stage of what you're doing. That's, yeah. that's where I'm going with that. It was fun to do. Yeah. And you know, I know people are, I talked about people that everybody could identify with and knew pretty much, you know, and threw some personal names in there that they may or may not know. Well, you don't just throw names in there. I mean, what makes your book stand out from most other uh, celebrity memoirs is that you don't just rattle off a lot of names. In most cases, particularly when you talk about Carson and when you talk about Sullivan, and uh, one of my favorite chapters is when you talk about Elvis. Uh, you don't just say, I knew him or I did his show. You give your readers a sense of who these people are as people, not just as personalities. I'm glad, very glad you saw that because, you know, I get to know them and I get to see them and feel them, you know. It's not just popping in and doing five, ten minutes and then splitting. Yeah. You get to know them. Having done so many shows on each of those shows you mentioned, it's just something that has to be, and you have to say, well, what happened when you met these people, and what did you see, what did you do? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Absolutely right. I'm glad you see it that way. Yeah, and in, in the case of Sullivan, you debunk a lot of myths. <laughs> yeah, well, the musicians like to make things up. <laughs> I also particularly like the chapter where you talk about Dinah Shore. You did Dinah Show many, many times. Some of our Older listeners will remember when she did the uh, Chevrolet show, but uh, I remember her growing up, you know, when she did Dinah's Place um, yes. throughout the 70s. And you were, right. you were, you were a fixture on that show. But it's like, you don't just say, I, I did Dinah Shore. You give people a sense of who Dinah was, you know, yeah. and there are a lot of funny stories. Why not, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Five Minutes, Mr. Biner, A Lifetime of Laughter by our guest, John Biner. Available Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. Five Minutes, Mr. Biner, available in paperback as well as as an ebook and as an audiobook. John's website, JohnBiner.com. Select highlights 
of John's television career are available on the John Biner YouTube channel. The great thing about talking to someone like you is because you've done so many things on television, and as you kind of hinted at at the beginning of, of our conversation, there are certain things that people remember you for they glom onto, whether it's mod, whether it's soap. It was fun reading the chapter on soap because you speak to something that we talk about a lot on the show, and that it's not always easy to join a successful show midstream, but they made you feel welcome. Well, I got used to that because my parents moved a lot, and sometimes it was mid-season, you know, Mm -hmm. out of school. Mm -hmm. And so you walk in and everybody look at you, you know, the first day, and they'd say, who the hell is this, you know? (laughs) And you got to find your seat, Mr. Biner, and yeah, blah, blah, and all that, (laughs) you know, it's, uh, it's tough. It really is tough. And, uh, you know, you got to do what you got to do to make it. I think I was talking to somebody recently about, oh, what may get off on that anyway. I got off on that for some reason. No, we're, we're talking about how when you joined the cast of yeah. Soap, everyone made and you that, feel that's welcome. That's where the voices came in. And, the, and the, you know, when I was a kid, I'd do cartoon voices for them. And, and it wouldn't take me long to be able to impersonate the nuns and the priests or the people in public school that I had to go to sometimes, you know? And, and that's the way I got into the clubs real fast, mm-hmm. you know? The funny guy, come on, let's have fun, you know? Do that for my friends, you know, that kind of thing. I'm thinking aloud here, so stay with me. But in the chapter on soap, you talk about how because you were busy working nightclubs and doing other shows, you were familiar with soap, but you didn't have time to immerse yourself in the previous... Character names and who did what. Yeah, but... But, of course, people talked about it a lot while I was on the road. Yeah. On the road, you don't get a chance to watch some of these things. Yeah. But you're working that night or something, you know. And and so when I, I showed up, I didn't know who was what and what was where. But here's here, here's where I'm coming from. You yeah. cl- you played a detective. Yeah. In a way, that was perfect for you because a detective doesn't necessarily know the people. Yeah, it was absolutely perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's him? Okay. Yeah. Dan, yeah, I got you now. Yeah. So, you know, of course... I never thought of it that way. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and I suppose, I, I suppose it, it, it would have helped if I had said this to you 40 years ago, but that's all right. That, that's, <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Know. You know, but it, it... Retrospect is good, and you, have, you find out why and how. It's all good. It's it, makes, it makes sense. And, yeah, and does. you talk a little bit about the most famous, arguably the most famous episode during your 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 year on the show which is the step the stepbrothers routine which in in a time like this it may be considered un-PC but it's funny well you know that's a that's a very sensitive place but, yes you know when you got uh Robert Mandan no not Robert Mandan he played the- Robert Guillaume <laughs> yeah Guillaume when you good friend uh when you have that man standing there right there with us, yeah. having as much fun doing it as we are, you know, and we did it for entertainment's sake and not for anything else, you know? Yeah. It was to try to get in to, to rescue the kid. Yeah. And, and it's the only way we were, able to pull, we were going to pull it off. Yeah. One of the things we talk about is context a lot uh, when, we, when we compare shows from previous decades to what's going on right now. And in the context, in the moment... And especially uh, in, in the storyline right there, I mean, you, you, it, it shows all of you were thinking on your feet 
and you did whatever you had to do to extricate yourself from the situation. Exactly. And, the, and the fact that it's very funny, <laughs> it's still funny, you know? There it is. Yeah. Susan, uh, this, this, now this is a tease. This is a tease. Uh, Susan Harris paid John a very nice compliment at the end of his arc on soap to find out exactly what she said to him. You have to pick up a copy of Five Minutes, Mr. Biner, A Lifetime of Laughter. <laughs> which is available amazon.com wherever books are sold uh john's website johnbiner.com let's see uh i don't remember whether it's bob einstein or alan bly who said this but uh, you played about 350 different characters yeah. on bazaar alone I, yeah. if you count all the other guest appearances you know, on, on the different variety shows uh, that, that you've done, it's probably close to a million different characters over your years. I would say, no, I wouldn't go that far. Well, a lot. Maybe 999. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all different. They're all unique. And whether it's an inflection in your voice or whether it's costume or, you know, or, or whatever, they all, they're all singular. I like to I like to get in the characters, and I think anybody would tell you that, like Carol Burnett or or anybody, or Bill Devane, even. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh at him, you know, because anybody crooks are going to follow him home from voting because they know he's going to write by gold right after he votes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Bill Devane worked with you in the in the Hawaii Five O that you did. That's right. Yeah, you're very good. Yeah. You do your homework. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I watch I watch the John Biner YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know there was one. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's funny because uh, it it took me a while to recognize it, that it was Devane because the clip that's on your YouTube channel is mostly on you, but they cut to McGarrett and they cut to this other guy in the back of the room, and it took it took me a couple of cuts to the other guy to realize, hey man, that's Bill Devane. That's Devane. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Uh, oh, this is a question I like to ask comedians. Um, is there such a thing as a funny bone? I think a funny bone is like the heart of a, a family. It, it is the family thing. You know, the father's funny. The mother's funny. Uncle Joe is funny. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just it's just a funny thing. You get you realize what laughter can do. It just it just just fills your heart with you know your best candy or whatever it is that makes you happy. And it's like, it's like something that you like to be part of, and then you're making yourself part of making other people part of it. You know, it's nice. And some people have it, some people don't. When did you first realize you had a funny bone? Well, when my father, my father had this kind of subtle sense of humor that, that, was, <laughs> that made me laugh. Uh, we were, here's an example. We were having dinner one afternoon, one evening, and there was, it was, my mother was out some with her, with a couple of my sisters somewhere, and it was just my father and this other gentleman sitting at the table, and we were having a very sliced, thin sliced ham sandwiches, you know? Mm -hmm. And you take the sandwich and a slice of ham, and you take it from the plate, and you, and you put it on the bread, and you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Well, when he took the ham, he took the ham, the guy's talking to him seriously, and he takes the ham, and he rubs the ham, takes the ham, and he slides it across my face and puts it on his bread. <laughs> Without saying anything, and the other guy's looking at me, and he's looking at my father, like, does he do this all the time? And he didn't. He just did it that one time, you know, and it just made me laugh inside. 
and not laugh in the guy's face. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a funny guy. Yeah. Funny guy. So it sounds like you may have picked up some of your funniness from your dad. Yeah, absolutely. And my sisters were funny. My sister Miriam was funny. Mm-hmm. He is funny. And, and uh, my sister Christine is funny. And, and my brother Tom, he's a writer. He's, he's written a lot of good things on television for the Jeffersons mm-hmm. and things like that. And he's funny. So, you know, I'm just you're surrounded by funny people. When you do something to make them laugh, look out. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, of course, one of the, we're, we're we're talking about some of the many talk shows that you did uh, throughout your career, and particularly in the '60s and '70s. And and this is something you you convey this in five minutes, Mr. Biner, John, is that when you did Carson back then, or you did Dinah back then, you were on for the whole program. And right. and and the great thing about those shows is that you never know what the guests were going to say because it was it was sort of like a cocktail party environment, you know. Versus it was. I mean, I a friend a friend of mine, uh, Keith Scott, he lives in Australia, is a very good impersonator, mm-hmm. and unbeknownst to me, he he had recorded many of the Dinosaur shows, and he sent them to me, and uh, uh, you know, not the video, just the audio mm-hmm. sections of me with Dinah, and and well, we had the the uh, the Jackson Five sitting in the semicircle asking me questions at one time, and you know, having fun with Michael Jackson and all the kids, and and uh, and different things. And I sang with her. I sang little duets with her, and and I did my Elvis. And the the band, my God, the band was beautiful. You know, I just I just made up a song one day. I said, let's just do a lot of mumbling and just say the the, the tune is called uh, Somebody Else. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the band starts like and it just kind of went on from there it was just somebody else <laughs> and then it did that stop thing where he did like boom 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 well I wanna feel and I wanna feel with somebody else oh yeah it was great John this has been an absolute pleasure hey thanks a lot you want me to see any more <laughs> That's another thing people say. Hey, I like you, Tony Bennett. I like you, Johnny Mathis. I like you, Elvis Presley. You know, and and uh, Louis Prima, and this and that, and the other thing. And there's all different people who like different things, and it's wonderful. Well, this has been an absolute pleasure. I hope you'll visit us again one one of these days on TV Confidential. Well, don't be surprised if I bring the whole family. Five minutes, Mr. Biner. A lifetime of laughter is available in paperback and as an ebook through Right Life. Publishing an imprint of boutique quality books. The audio book version of Five Minutes Mr. Biner is available through Audible. You can also find Five Minutes Mr. Biner, Amazon.com, all the usual online retailers. The short film Blog Zombie starring John Biner available for free at johnbiner.com. Select highlights of John's television appearances are available on the John Biner YouTube channel. We'll take a quick time out, then we'll continue our look at this week in TV history. Right after this. Want a free first ride with Uber? Uber, the mobile app that connects you with a ride at the touch of a button in minutes. Enter promo code TV Confidential after you download the app to receive your first free ride up to $20. For more information, go to get.uber.com forward slash go forward slash TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, author friend Donna Allen Figueroa, who I understand has a new book out. Yes, it's entitled Fall Again Beginnings. It's the first part of a four-part 
contemporary romantic series uh, set against the background of working actors. Something that you know a, little, a thing or two well, about. Well, you write what you know, and I have been working in the business for several years. It is not necessarily autobiographical, but it's based on... Sure, many of the experiences that the actors in my book have. Many have happened to me. Many have happened to friends of mine. It's not, if you're looking for Valley of the Dolls, it's not. It's grounded in reality. It is grounded in reality, and it's the first in a series. Yes, Called the Fall Again series. Fall Again. Which is available as a paperback as well as an ebook and in Kindle at fallagainseries.com. Welcome to another round of Boardroom or Miro Board. Today we talk retrospectives with Agile Coach Maria. Let's go. First question. You've spent two hours in a team retro, but the only input you've heard is Dave's. Boardroom or Miro Board? Boardroom. In Miro, Dave can't hog the space because everyone can add thoughts anonymously, online at the same time. Correct. Next. You need the team to act on feedback fast, so you turn all those retro notes into Jira tasks instantly. Miro all the way. And I can assign those tasks to teammates. You're nailing this. Now, you see hundreds of sticky notes from the retro. A real mess. But you organize them into five themes in just seconds. Miro, I basically get back an entire hour when I use its AI tools for clustering. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people running actually enjoyable and actionable retros in Miro. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.